Hello and welcome to Disconnected. I'm your host, Jag Sharma. Today, we're going to be discussing cyber attacks, specifically ransomware attacks. And I'll be giving you 10 tips to help you easily avoid becoming a victim of a ransomware attack. First things first, what is a ransomware attack? Ransomware attacks are instances where hackers get into a computer, lock up the data, and then force the owner to pay a ransom in order to unlock it. You may have heard a lot about ransomware attacks recently. Back in May, a ransomware attack shut down a top US gasoline petroleum pipeline. It was a major pipeline for fuel along the East Coast. And even though the company that owned and operated that pipeline, the Colonial Pipeline Company, reassured that there was still enough petrol, gas, despite the ransom attack, the very notion that there might be a shortage to the east coast of America sent the region into chaos. Huge queues at gas stations in that part of the States, with people desperate to fill up their cars. Then in July the IT software company Casia got hit with an even bigger attack. Casia sells software. So when Casia were infected, the software that they were pushing out to clients was also infected, meaning that hundreds of Casia's clients and its clients' clients that included the likes of a national railway system, a supermarket chain, and schools were also compromised. Hospitals, are also sometimes a big target of ransomware attacks. There have been cases of hospitals getting hacked and admission staff having to use pen and paper to log new patients. Hospitals are easy prey for hackers looking for a quick payout. In 2020, in the US, nearly 600 medical facilities were attacked by ransomware hackers. And cancer patients of a hospital in Vermont were turned away from treatment after the hospital lost their files due to a ransomware attack. Ransomware attacks have quadrupled in the past year alone, with total payouts estimated at close to 400 million US dollars in that time period. It's become a big business. Attackers are largely indiscriminate when it comes to industry. Professional services, public services, and manufacturing are the three industries most hit by ransomware attacks, followed closely by healthcare, technology, and finance. And it's a big business that doesn't just affect big businesses. Ordinary, everyday people get hit with ransomware attacks too. It's becoming increasingly common for people to be locked out of all their files on their personal computer, with a pop-up stating that your files have been encrypted, and that you have to pay in order to get your files back. Requests for ransoms to individuals has been typically around 300 to 1,000 US dollars and must be paid within a certain time period or the ransom demand value doubles. It's not exactly hard work for a ransomware attacker either. It's unlikely that schools, hospitals, and private individuals have strong expertise in cybersecurity. Even on our home computers, how many of us these days regularly check our cybersecurity software for updates, if we even have one installed at all? 
And it's not just about encrypting data for ransom. Sometimes they threaten to release certain files into the public domain if ransoms are not paid. For ordinary people, it's personal files, personal photos. For government, it can be police files, for example. And some of you may recall, a few years ago, during the final season of Game of Thrones, HBO was hacked and a ransom of six million US dollars was demanded to stop the leak of unaired episodes. And with the Internet of Things, our ever-increasing smart objects that are connected to the Internet are also vulnerable to cyber attacks and ransom demands. Have you got a smart meter in your home to regulate your electricity and heating usage? Well, hackers have been known to hack home smart meters, crank the temperature right up until you pay up their demands. There have also been cases of all sorts of in-home smart devices being hacked for nefarious reasons. Smart speakers, home security cameras, and baby monitors, just to name a few. And the cost of entry in ransomware attacks, the effort needed to become a stealthy cybercriminal has never been easier. We have the emergence of ransomware as a service. Hackers will develop ransomware programs, sell them to anyone who might want to launch an attack, and then split the profits. So this means that anyone can launch an attack, even if they are not particularly tech-savvy. These ransomware vendors provide all sorts of services to bud-in wannabe hackers via the dark web. Services include a live chat for troubleshooting, a chat room with other customers to help cross-learning of ransom techniques, an FAQ section, and tutorials. These off-the-shelf solutions aim to help upskill people to be able to implement ransomware in under five minutes with software code that they didn't even write. Complete trouble-free hacking for people with average computing skills. But there's not just customer care for the budding hacker. There's also customer care for the person who was hacked. The ransomware companies responsible for infecting you are the ones who guide the hacked through payment processes, which is often through cryptocurrency, which is tougher to track and keep the cybercriminal safe from being found and largely safe from the transfer being reversed by law enforcement. In some cases, law enforcement has been able to reverse some of the transfers that happened with Bitcoin. However, there are other cryptocurrencies that are built in a way to be completely untraceable, with their USP being firmly on privacy. One such cryptocurrency is called Monero, which claims to be a secure, private, and completely untraceable currency. Apart from untraceable cryptocurrency being an enabler for ransomware as a service, there is also the issue of some countries providing safe havens for hackers. An example of this is Russia. Russia will not prosecute hackers based in Russia that hack exclusively outside Russian borders, nor will they support prosecution requests from other governments. So, if Russian hackers don't make trouble at home, then they won't be prosecuted for the trouble they cause abroad. It's notoriously difficult to attribute cyber attacks. 
It's an ongoing challenge for governments. So from an organization's perspective, whether it's a criminal group or a nation-backed group, it usually has little consequence. So what are governments doing about ransomware attacks? Well, disappointingly, it seems they are a touch slow to do anything impactful just yet. And in cases that involve big businesses, some governments even almost go to the edge of recommending that the companies just pay the ransom. Plus, for companies that don't pay the ransom, they often find that the cost for recovery after not paying and losing the data is greater than if they had just paid the ransom in the first place. So if governments are ill-prepared for attacks against big business, then it's highly likely that they are even less well-prepared to help out individuals. So it's on us, as individuals, to get as prepared as we can to protect ourselves against ransomware attacks. I've done some reading and research, and I've put together a 10-point list to help you be safe and protected. Here are my 10 tips to defend yourself against a ransomware cyber attack. Number one, never click on unsafe links. Avoid clicking on links in spam messages or on unknown websites. If you click on malicious links, an automatic download could be started, which could lead to your computer being infected. Two, avoid disclosing personal information. If you receive a call, a text message, or email from an untrusted source requesting personal information, do not give that information. Cybercriminals who are planning a ransomware attack might try to collect personal information in advance, which is then used to tailor phishing messages specifically to you. If in any doubt as to whether the message is legitimate, either ignore or investigate the legitimacy before giving up any of your information. Number three, do not open suspicious email attachments. Ransomware can also find its way to your device through email attachments. Avoid opening any dubious looking attachments. To make sure the email is trustworthy, pay close attention to the sender and check that their email address is correct. Never open attachments that prompt you to run macros to view them. If the attachment is infected, Opening it will run a malicious macro that gives malware control of your computer. Phishing emails are the most common ways for hackers to get into your system. So be extra vigilant. Number four, never use unknown USB sticks. Never connect USB sticks or other storage media to your computer if you do not know where they came from. Cybercriminals may have infected the storage medium and placed it in a public place to entice somebody into using it. 5. Keep your programs and operating system up to date. Regularly updating programs and operating systems helps to protect you from malware. When performing updates, make sure you benefit from the latest security patches. This makes it harder for cybercriminals to exploit vulnerabilities in your programs. 6. Use only known download sources. To minimize the risk of downloading ransomware, never download software or media files from unknown sites. 
rely on verified and trustworthy sites for downloads. Websites of this kind can be recognized by the trust seals. Make sure that the browser address bar of the page you are visiting uses HTTPS instead of HTTP. A shield or a lock symbol in the address bar can also indicate that the page is secure. Also, exercise caution when downloading anything to your mobile device. You can trust the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store, depending on your device. Number seven, use VPN services on public Wi-Fi networks. Conscientious use of public Wi-Fi networks is a sensible protective measure against ransomware. When using a public Wi-Fi network, your computer is more vulnerable to attacks. To stay protected, avoid using public Wi-Fi for sensitive transactions or use a secure VPN service. Number eight, set up multi-factor authentication to your online accounts. Stop putting it off. The next time Google, Apple, Facebook, or WeChat, or whoever prompt you for two-factor authentication, don't click the dismiss button again. Number nine, restore from backup. Regularly backup your devices. Regularly backup your data. And in case you do get hacked with a demand for ransom and you choose not to pay, you could always restore from backup. And then that might avoid losing out to the hackers. And number 10, stop thinking you're too smart to be hacked. It's not just your grandmother or ill-prepared corporations that get hacked. It's often people who think that they are too smart to be fooled by a phishing email, a random call, or text message that are the ones who end up getting hacked. Don't end up with egg on your face. There's nothing to lose through a little extra care and attention to your online safety. Besides the inconvenience, being a victim of ransomware can be a harrowing experience. There's a range of emotions. Everything from feeling angry, to being shocked, to feeling violated, and the feeling of not knowing how deep into your system and data they've gone. It's like if your house is burgled and you don't know how much of your stuff the criminals touched and trawled through. Being a ransomware victim seems to definitely be a moment of realization. A moment of realization that the things you thought you were protected from, the layers that you had in place, that they had worked around them. They customized their attack to you and wrote systems to infiltrate and destroy. I hope this was not only informative, but also helpful. And I hope that none of us ever experience a ransomware attack. Stay safe and play safe online. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making Disconnected part of your regular podcast listening routine. And I'll see you on the next episode of Disconnected. Disconnected.